Well, now I'm recording. So, I mean, whenever you don't want. You, don't you have an intro to this or something? Uh, do, why do I always have to do the intro? You do the intro. <laughs> Hi, and uh, welcome to Bort, and you li- you listen, please. Uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, oh, yeah, try not to swear so much, because this is still going on college radio. I was going to say, um, <laughs> you started off poorly, and also... Did, bitch did is in the bad word. You can say bitch. Who did you call a bitch? The people listening, or me? You, because oh, okay. I said do the intro, and then you coughed. Make that apparent, <laughs> because they don't know that. What if they were like... How rude. I'm trying to listen to you because I enjoy this uh, and you called me a bitch. Welcome to Florida and you listen, please. The only podcast where we talk about Florida and Ulysses, the Disney Plus hit movie starring Ben Schwartz, Danny Pudi, the girl's name is Matilda. Uh, we'll get into that. As always, I'm joined by Yosho Hernandez. Hello, it is I. Who is on I've, his phone looking at helmets of some. I've decided sort. that I want either a Ulysses style helmet or a Daredevil and Black Panther helmet, hmm. which Adam has just reminded me of because he has what you guys can't see is a motorcycle helmet of Captain America. It's pretty dope. I also have the Poe Dameron somewhere. Somewhere, but I think it's underneath being, my desk. Uh, Flora and Ulysses, um, we were going to, as you all know, that's what our that's That's what the show is. Sound about uh, because all we talk about is Flora and Ulysses. Yeah, uh, last week we got a bit off track and started talking about Godzilla versus King Kong. Terrible idea, terrible movie, terrible idea. It was not Um, a terrible movie, it's a pretty bad movie. We have a whole podcast about it. Go listen to why it was a bad movie. It's not about Flora and Ulysses. I apologize, it was a good thing out there. Um, but today we are here to talk about Flora and Ulysses, yeah, yeah, Flora and Ulysses. So, which one's Flora? Flora is the girl. Okay. And my question is now, because this this was bugging me throughout the entire time. Ulysses can talk, right? No. <laughs> you <laughs> he cannot. Is he did he not? Was he not talking? He does not talk. Does, does he but he's voiced by Ben Schwartz? No, Ben Schwartz plays the dad. Oh. I, I don't know if I should movie. cut this out because this really gives away that you have not watched the movie. I've yet. seen the movie multiple times, but my question is, uh, like, so is is Ulysses like her pet, or did she just find him? Like, do you not remember anything about this movie? It's been like three. We were supposed to talk about it three weeks ago. I'm not I feel like you haven't seen have this movie. No. Okay. Look. So here's my thing. Like. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, is this squirrel, like, real? Or is this, like, her imaginary friend? Because in my head, it's like, your imaginary friend, like, is very cooperative with you for the most part. And, like, is always there for the most part, right? Like, especially when you're like, oh, I need help or something. Like, what's it called? That one movie. Yeah, but they... No, you know that? No, that movie about imaginary friends. It's like a recent one. Uh, like his his imaginary friend is Hitler. Oh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Yeah. See, I didn't think it was Jojo Rabbit because I was like, that doesn't have Hitler in it. But like, like the title doesn't have Hitler, but like, he's in the movie. So I was like, what is this? Um, yeah, I thought it was like something like that. Like, because the kid has Hitler as like his imaginary friend. And he like is the subconscious of like all his motivations of why the kid wants to be a Nazi. He's like ten years old, just like Flora. She's like. Like a little kid, right? Yeah, not a yeah. Nazi. Not a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, not a Nazi. <laughs> but she's a little kid, and like Jojo, the kid, um, also has like imaginary friend, and like it's Hitler because he wants to be a Nazi. It's like yeah, he he's part of the Hitler Youth program. So you've uh, seen this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've seen I've seen that a couple times. Oh, okay. I mean, it's um, Psycho Vitality. You have to see it. Okay, and that's the thing. I think we talked about this when we kind of got on a tangent because we brought up. Thor Ragnarok at some point and your hatred um, for it and my I didn't say I hated it I just you said, said you hate it I said it just it, in the grand scheme of things I thought it was pretty weak um I think it's a good movie for Thor but I think in the grand scheme of things it's a pretty weak movie but I didn't really have much of a much of a reference for Taika Waititi anything mm-hmm. until Thor Ragnarok but I think this is the first movie I've seen from him that's just he gets to do whatever he wants and I got a really big 
sorry, I, I need I need to talk about it because I just I just finally saw it. The trailer, like it was getting announced in like 2018 and stuff like that, and I really wanted to see it. Didn't end up seeing it. Um, finally got to watch it recently, and I was like, Jojo Rabbit's actually a pretty good movie. I'm surprised how much I liked it, um, especially because it was from Taika. And I feel like I saw some. <laughs> Taika West... is like one of the most respected current directors, and you're like, I can't I believe know. I liked the Taika Waititi movie. Okay, I know that, but it's like people. I've there's too many times people have told me like, oh, this is really good, or oh, this is really good, or this person's super cool. You know, things get hyped up too much, and then eventually you that was me start and to interact with that. I, I didn't like Deadpool. Yeah, like Deadpool. Like I think Deadpool one is whatever like i think like it's it's fine it's a fun movie but it's not like cinematography like cinematic masterpiece and all that and you don't expect it to be you expect it to be fun ryan reynolds gets to be a sh- uh, shoot head and uh i'll bleep it it's whatever what's it called and uh and i think the story behind deadpool like the making of is way more interesting and way more endearing yeah i want like- to get a deadpool documentary yeah, I think it'd be fantastic, especially if it's it's narrated by Deadpool. I think that's and funny <laughs> and makes sense, right? But my point being, like, with Taika, I also had heard he he was like, people were like, oh, Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi, does, uh, he's going to be so good in Thor Ragnarok. Like, they made a great choice. And I was like, I don't believe you. But I think with this movie, like, I actually believe you. I think this was a movie that showed, like, his range. Like, who the... F- Nobody is like, hey... Um, Fox Studios, let me make a movie about a kid. He's 10 and his imaginary friend. By the way, he's a Nazi and his imaginary friend is Hitler. And it's during World War II. And you're going to tell me a studio is going to look at him, that guy and be like, okay, keep going. <laughs> right? I would well, think I once think you it's hit based the... off a book. Like is it based things. off a book? Yeah. It's actually, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. It is based on the book. His mother like gifted him the book. Oh, Taika? Yeah. Oh, it is based on the book. Okay, well, like, yeah, like, oh, that explains why moms are such a big thing in the... I don't think I Hitler's in the book, though. Really? So that's think... his own little twist. That yeah. sounds like Taika Waititi, because I know he's supposed to be, like, weird and stuff. But honestly, like, I was I was impressed. There was some... There was a point where I was like, this is very character-driven, and that's what really makes movies for me. When things can focus on characters and spend time with them, even though it doesn't move the plot along very much or like a good director and writer will make a movie that can spend 20 to like 45 minutes with characters that will simultaneously move the plot along. I think people have a hard time trying to make a movie that's story driven and that focuses on characters because they seem to focus on one more than the other, which if you focus too much on story, makes the characters seem more of like uh, something to use to move the story along instead of like actual people and humans in a story. Um, and if you focus on characters too much, that your story isn't doesn't feel like it's even there in the first place, then it's like, you got good characters and that's, got, that's good. But what the hell was the point of the story, you know? Mm-hmm. Like what is happening? I don't understand. But this guy, this movie, like I think because it stays so in one area, even though it's like encompassing an entire time period, it works really well. I think he's 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 I wouldn't say he's mastered because I haven't seen his other movies, but I think he's pretty strong when it comes to focusing on both. But I think he focuses on characters more. And that's a really big, strong Superman movies. Yeah, it's an interesting movie. I I enjoyed it. I mean, just like Florin Ulysses, like the kid actor in that is really great. Both of the kid actors. Uh, Both of the kids, yeah. What, what, what was the other kid's name? Uh, Har. Oh, um, it's I kept I kept calling him Piggy the whole time. I couldn't. <laughs> my, hear his name. my God! Because he can't call him that. He looks. He, he looks like <laughs> what I imagined. Fat? No, he just looks like what I imagined the kid who's named Piggy in Lord of the Flies in the book. Because I never watched the movie. Oh, I I've never read that book. Yeah, there's a kid named Piggy. He is a tubby kid. Okay. And he's kind of just like that. Um, <laughs> nice save. <laughs> I don't know, but like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, his friend is there, and I was like, oh, he's just a little fat sidekick friend. Like, we always have this. <laughs> but he's not even there for most of it. He just pops up every now and then and is like, hey, I heard this happened. My bad. Yeah, because he's like a real soldier for some reason. He's like 11. Um, Captain K, I was like, 
they introduced him and I thought he was funny, but I wasn't like, this isn't going to be an important character or anything. But then like, he really surprised me. Um, I'm sorry, hold on. Can we can we talk about this movie for just like a little bit longer before we go into Lord and Ulysses? Because I, I, was, I wasn't stopping you. About. Okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying they they come here for Flora and Ulysses content. I don't want to take that away. I know. And, you and, know? you know, I can cut a lot of this out if like it doesn't go anywhere. But just keep all the parts where we say Flora and Ulysses. I think we'll get enough. <laughs> an hour at least um but no there was like i think what i like about it is it was very wes anderson to me some shots were very akin to wes anderson some of the humor was very wes anderson like it's i think one of my favorite scenes that was frustrating to me was when they almost got outed that they were hiding um eliza because it it starts with like okay so for people who don't know spoilers for the movie it's not just about this kid and his imaginary friend that's Hitler. It's just like he's he's very like Nazi, pro-Nazi. He wants to be a Nazi. He wants to like fight and yada yada. And he idolizes Hitler. Like he his the reason his imaginary friend is Hitler is because he wants Hitler to be his best friend. And he actually says it at one point. But what he ends up finding out is his mom, um, which is very apparent to us, is actually a revolutionary and not for Germany, even though they live in Germany. Well, I don't think he really knows that. Yeah, that's that's what I said. I said he does. I said known to us, like it's very obvious. She's not on there. She's not on his side. But the kid is very that way. So she hides this girl, a Jewish girl, um, from her son, and she's just been living there for like who knows how long. But kid finally finds out, and like he doesn't tell anybody, but he starts like talking to her, even though he hates her. And then he's, they he's trying to get information from her. Yeah, he's trying to get information about the Jews because he wants to like rat them out to Hitler, so he feels like he has a chance to be friends with Hitler. He, yeah, he's he's writing an expose on Jews. Yeah, in the entirety, he's just writing like a book, and like he's got terrible handwriting and like really bad okay. drawings. He's ten. Um, he's give ten. Me, that's give him some. You are shitty on these kids. I'm just so saying that's piggy that's, bad handwriting. That's that sidekick. That's part of his charm. Like, and did we mention that JoJo's a cripple? He's oh yeah he so he goes to oh, on the weekend trip to youth camp for like Nazis that's where he meets um, Captain K who like lost an eye and he can't go to war and he's actually bitter because he's like I have to treat all you little I have to like train all you little crappy kids instead of being out on the front lines and stuff um, and, and so I, I want to talk about uh, that guy in the second Captain K right. yeah yeah no I have a lot to say about Captain K um, so he. I guess I'm just going through the overview of the plot. Yeah, so they start to build a relationship, like they start to become friends, and he starts to question like his ideals, like his ideologies about like being a, wanting to be a Nazi and being like pro-Germany. And what what's helping him sway towards the good side in the sense, obviously, even in real world. Let's not make like, such bold statements here on this. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, is like this? He's building a friendship with Eliza, the Jew, and his mom. Like, I, I shut up. <laughs> It's part Eliza of the story. I know, yes. but, but he just the adjective at the Eliza, end. the Jewish person. Shut up. Um, uh, and his one... mom, his mom, like helps him kind of start to understand that things aren't as black and white as they should be. Whether it's her flat out saying it or her just like vaguely touching upon it and him kind of just putting it together. But the kid is like endearing, and you kind of like him, even though he's like a little. I will have to say at this time, but even though he's a little shithead, like he's sweet and like they know he's innocent and he just it's like when you idolize your hero and you realize you're endangering yourself because you don't really know your hero. And then when you start to kind of understand, oh, maybe that's a bad thing. It warps your mind. You're You're confused. You kind of lose like a part of who you are. And then you have to refigure that out. Again, he's 10. And so there's a scene where they almost they like come into the house and they almost find out she's there and that's where I'll leave it for now. I can touch on on more plot points because there are some scenes I want to talk about. And Captain K is very apparent in that scene where they're going to get caught. So I, you said you wanted to talk about him. I, I really want to spend time on him too. Yeah, so, go ahead. No, 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 you first. I want to hear what you think. It wasn't until the second time watching it that I realized like, you don't realize that Captain K is sort of like anti-Nazi as well. And that's not really apparent at first. It wasn't apparent to me at all that the, first viewing but during the second viewing i sort of realized that like because captain k saves jojo at the end 
he like i don't remember exactly what he does but basically germany loses they're captured by the u.s army and he pushes jojo away calling him an american or or call calls him a jew calling him a jew yeah. uh so the american soldiers will take him away and like keep him safe and you know the first time viewing it i thought it was because oh captain k is just like trying to protect this kid but the second time i'm like oh captain k is like jojo like he was scarred in battle he and he was sort of like tossed aside even though he can still do everything because like there's that you know when you when they introduce captain k he's like shooting like behind his back and like doing all this stuff which comes off as like a joke but further analysis is like oh no this guy is still good and still worthy but nazi germany has said oh you're messed up like you're injured you're not worth anything to us you're just gonna train these kids and captain k sees this in jojo like no you still have some worth in you like you're our future and whatnot so you may be crippled or and like injured but there's still something in you kid and that's something i didn't realize until the second viewing honestly i didn't pick up on that i think it's because like you said i think a second viewing is definitely a need for the movie for me because the first viewing like like you said he, he it's very apparent like that that scene where he's like shooting with one arm or like shooting from far away and then like between his legs with multiple multiple <laughs> different guns it's definitely played for laughs but you're right like he's a fully capable adult and soldier still he just happens to have an injury on one side which now that i think about it i think their injuries are on opposing sides which kind of makes a which is a mirrored image so that makes a lot of sense to me i think you're right that k feels the same way that people he sees see. himself in jojo yeah he sees himself in jojo but he also feels the same way that people see jojo you know where he's like they look at me how they look at him but there's nothing wrong with him mm-hmm. you know I mean, it, I think over time it starts to show that because the mom mentions that his scars will go or his scars will like heal. They'll still be there. But his leg, like over time, he's walking better and he's like doing stuff for himself, which initially he wasn't. There's, but is one, that because it's movie, healing or because he's a kid actor and forgets to do that in some scenes? I think I think it's healing for sure because he's, <laughs> okay. he's like walking. He's not limping anymore. I think. And here's the thing, like like I said directors i think it's kind of like authors like poets sometimes we read into things too much and give them a lot of credit but with movies like that they literally have to focus on what you're going to see so if you notice that this kid's walking better it's probably because they're like now you need to start walking better not only because you're healing but symbolically it makes sense you know i will say that though there's a um i saw a tiktok uh of taiko vtv and like he was at like some college or something and people were asking him about like writing and everything it's like oh how do you write like your theme into the story and everything and then he's just like you don't write the theme to the story you just write your story and then college students like yourself they find the theme in it and tell you what your movie's about (laughs) (laughs) i love that that's awesome yeah i 100 percent get that but i'm like there's no way like this is too this is too well written but i think i think in that like i totally get what he's saying like i'm sure he's saying it like a joke like but i'm sure he didn't have like a theme in mind but he knows that if you make something that people can find multiple themes and support with your own film with like evidence from that film that you've made something worth watching and worth analyzing right mm-hmm. which i i like i like that as an idea where it's like it's not just what i was thinking when i made the movie or wrote the movie it's other people being able to find more than that in the movie as long as it makes sense you can't make a theory about like spider-man and jojo rabbit or anything like that but yeah i mean you see it in like the way he behaves and like the way he moves and like there's something that happens near the end of the movie that actually makes it so he does have to be self-sufficient but he's also caring for another person at that point and they kind of montage it but i was really curious how he was going to be handling like when he loses his mother like it's a big deal for me that caught me super off guard i was like i was gonna say did you see that coming i didn't i actually like i the entire time i was watching this i was like i'm 
a little shocked. I think it's just because we have oversaturation of Scarlett Johansson in movies, but I was really shocked at how good she played this part. Yeah, again, taking another role of... uh, (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I was going to say, because she plays a German person, but she's not German, and she's kind of like known in Hollywood for whitewashing and (laughs) playing the... Ghost in the Shell, and it was something else I don't remember what. Even with all that, like, I think I really like Scarlett Johansson, not only because she's pretty damn solid, but she's just willing to take work wherever, dude. Like, <laughs> you see whitewashing, I see somebody who's like, that looks cool. I'll take that role, I guess, if I can get it. But also, I agree. Like, it is still whitewashing. It's, and um, it's not like these projects, like, I don't know. I heard Ghost in the Shell wasn't that great anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, but anyways, Cap- Captain K. Um, yeah, that scene. I think when he first like shows up in the house, he he's like, it's that's the thing. Like he's he's played for laughs to kind of throw you off that he's actually like a genuinely good guy, and cares for Jojo, and in turn for Eliza when he finds out about her. Because he he walks into the house after like five real like Nazi Germans pop in trying to inspect Jojo's house to find her because they got tipped off. And he just shows up. He's like, oh, sorry, I'm late. Like I had to, my bike stopped working. So I had to walk my bike or I had to carry my bike over here. And it was just like, this is stupid. Why are you here? Like did, initially I thought he called these people because of what Jojo said. Because he talked to Kay before and he was like, I'm writing a book on Jews and what they're like. And he's like, where did you get that information? And Jojo gets kind of nervous and just says, from research. And you kind of think that Kay just like believes him because the things that the kid is saying are outrageous. And he's like, oh, he's just being a kid. But it turns out like the reason he shows up at the house later is because he figured it out. He's like, um, your mother is hiding someone there, a Jewish person in the house. So when they go and invade the house, Kay is there to help them. And it's even more apparent when Eliza outs herself as jojo's sister to hide her identity and they ask for her papers and she finds the passport of jojo's sister who's dead presumably they look alike enough to where i guess she could pass by it i I never unknow that because i have like terrible face blindness like i was like they their hair is different but it's just because it's in braids um but the faces i could i was like it's close enough i guess it would be okay it would be believable was I'm guessing they got another actress just for like the I would think so. Passport. Okay. I would think so, yeah. Okay. But Captain K, like they give him the book and he looks at the picture and he asks her questions regarding the information, like what's your birthday and stuff like that. And he says, You pass, right? And he throws the book back to her. But then you find out later she got the date wrong. Like she said May 7th instead of May 1st. And Jojo puts it together that Captain K was helping them out the whole time. And for me, I was like, this guy just showed you like a picture of his army uniform with like a cape and like little, oh, yeah. little flares. We, we and, like, talk about his... Yeah. So that's the other thing. Like, that's, that's why you, I was like, what is so this character here for? His, like goofiness and like why we shouldn't take this character serious. He designs a army uniform to wear in battle. And it's like, first off, it's done in crayons, like a first, <laughs> like like a first grader. <laughs> and like, there's like this big, like peacock feather, like a marching band hat. There's a cape to it. It's, He's got most, like, it's, it's like what a kid would draw if they were, if they were creating a superhero costume. Yeah. But this is a man in his 40s who's like part of the Nazi regime. And he like makes up a weapon that has like a scope and like other random crap on it. And he literally tells like one of his subordinates says like it's copyrighted. It means you can't copy it. And they like take it away from him. And then he wears it later on. And then he actually wears it. And in one of the most like disturbing and kind of like depressing scenes when Jojo really sees what the war is all about. Because yeah, the war comes to the town and they're killing everyone, including people like he knows. This Captain K is just on there like leg up on like a on a pedestal rock and he's got like the actual uniform they made it for him and his friend has his subordinate has like one just like it and i was like i hate this this is so good it was just what i love about it is you can't take him seriously but you can at the same time and that's that's the whole point like he's a good guy he's silly he's kind of a he's kind of a dumbass but he and that goes into he's really intelligent 
what Tycho is doing with Hitler, like, because, you know, in this movie, it's all about Nazis and it's from the Nazis point of view and how do you make a comedy about bad people in history? You make them not serious. So they're still the bad guy, but they're like not serious, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So that sort of goes into Captain K's character of like, he's a good guy in the sense of he cares for this kid, but he's mm-hmm. still a Nazi. Yeah. Hundred percent that. And yeah, it's, it's that, that line uh Taika has to tell of we don't want to be rooting for the Nazis, but maybe these individual characters. And it's easy for Jojo because he's a kid who's sort of like been, you know, brainwashed by the propaganda and everything. Yeah. Of living in Germany. And that's why I think like the ending they gave him, while it makes me sad, like is a really good ending. Like you said, like um after all the all the war happens and everything jojo like hides and he's wearing a german coat so an american soldier like grabs him and he pulls him aside and puts him in this pile of um nazis that captain k happens to be in and it's because they're rounding them up to shoot them down you know like what they used to do um so captain k sees him it's the first time they've seen each other since oh, since like he drew since they got caught in the house or since he helped them then mm-hmm and he like that that scene really like stayed with me he he tells him like i'm sorry about your mother she was a good person and then he takes off his hat like kind of like to relinquish like <laughs> the marching band hat yeah the marching band hat with like the freaking <laughs> peacock thing but he takes it he takes it off because like to me it says like it's time to take off that nazi hat right it's time for me to be a good person because he tells him i thought it was like i don't want to die in this stupid hat okay well probably that too <laughs> But he, he says, like, an actual good person to him, right? And Jojo starts crying, and, like, he hugs him, and he's, like, he tells him, like, you're you're going to be all right. Like, you're you're a good one, right? You're good. Like, everything's going to be okay. And he tells him, like, don't be scared because you know what's about to happen. And you assume this is where they're going to die. And then Eliza's just alone post-America winning the war or allies winning the war. But what he does is he rips the coat off of Jojo and he pushes him aside and he's like, get away from here, you filthy Jew. And Jojo like... I'm going to make that your text tone. Shut up. (laughs) Don't get that out of God text. But it's... it's, I'm going to isolate it. This uh, is like a super emotional and like really sad scene. It's probably one of the only ones I've seen that doesn't have like music playing behind it. It's like the only thing you hear is what he's saying to make him to make it sound like Jojo is a, is a Jew and Jojo like resisting like an American soldier grabs him and he's like no he helped me and he's like oh I've never I would never help a Jew and he like spits in his face and everything and like the American like throws him away and he's like go home go home like get out of here right and when Jojo runs back to try and save Kay all you hear is the gunfire and that's it so <laughs> this and that's the thing that you were saying like don't sympathize with Nazis. Like, that's not what the point of this movie is. Sympathize for good people, which even though he technically was a Nazi and probably a good one before his injury, he's like, individually, like, this is a good person and you shouldn't feel bad for rooting for him. Because what he sees when he sees Jojo isn't this German Nazi sympathizer. It's, It's a kid and he sees himself in this kid. So he's like, I'm going to, I want to give you that chance that I'm about to lose, you know, like you don't deserve to, and you don't deserve to have your life ended here. And I was like, this is so sad. <laughs> I didn't expect this movie to be sad. I thought it was just going to be, I thought it was just going to be silly and focusing on a kid who just happens to have an like Adolf Hitler as his imaginary friend for like the full run of the movie. You see imaginary Hitler for like, 15 to 20 minutes total no this, even. Like, I would hour say and 48 movie i, would say I was so shocked to see that yeah it's it's really small um, um i got a quiz for you yeah uh captain k he plays someone in the marvel universe do you know who can i look at a picture of him real quick no can i look at a picture of him in the jo- in jojo rabbit Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, because I was looking at him because they, they did that thing when they introduced him where you can kind of only barely see his face and then he like reveals it. And I guess he's a pretty well-known actor. 
but I was like, he's one of those I'm, actors that I see the name a lot, but I'm, he's like one of those adult actors that I haven't really seen any of the movie season. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Let me double check. But going back to your like comment about like, you know, he's a Nazi, but he's not like a bad guy, like a bad, bad, you know, like, yeah, I, there's that silver lining. Like you have to think about, it, especially in today's political climate with everyone, you know, especially online where, oh, you're right winged or you're left wing and that's opposite of what I think. So I'm automatically am against you. It's just like you're labeling these people in a certain way. And like, just because they think differently than you, I mean, uh, I'm not advocating for Nazis oh, or anything. Know. No, <laughs> but um, uh, it's just like have a conversation and like find out for yourself if they're bad or good person because your politics don't really make you that really because there's so there's so much different. I don't know. Did did you look at the picture? I did look at a picture and the picture had the name, but I don't know who that is. But while we're while you're Wait, on what, that, what what what? What name? Uh, the name of the actor. Well, yeah, I don't, but... I don't know. I don't know who he is, though. You don't. Do you want to um, guess? One second, because I'm. I do have a thought on what you just said. It's a mirror image of what's going on with JoJo and Eliza, where his political background Ye. is like Ye. blinding him to the fact that this is just like a person and like a girl and like a friend eventually, mm-hmm. right? So when he starts to get to know her. He starts to lose those values, and even his imaginary friend Hitler like starts to tell him, "You're questioning yourself. Why are you questioning yourself? You're supposed to believe in me, right?" It's kind of the same that they would that they did to the viewer with Captain K. So we're we're kind of JoJo in that sense, where we're just like weird, dumb German Nazi over here, actually sympathetic, likes kids, smart guy who gives his life to get, let this Jewish girl. And this Nazi kid, like, have a better life. And that's, that's just like, wow. <laughs> but um, this guy, Sam Rockwell is the name of the actor. Is that a Howard Stark? No. I don't know who it is. It's phase one. He's in the phase one movie. Don't, you can't keep looking. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just looking him up. Well, you're gonna get like a. Oh, okay. I recognize him now. It's not. That's not phase one. Yeah, this. No, it's not. Iron Man two is phase one. Is it really? Yeah. He's uh, what's his face? Uh, Hammer. Something. Hammer. Yeah, Hammer. He looks a lot shorter in that movie than he does in this movie. They they make it a point to do that too. <laughs> they size him. They do this like profile shot of him and one of the Nazis that's like questioning the kids. And the dude's like literally half his height. Yeah, but Stephen Fry is also really tall, though. Yeah, and I just like that they use that to their advantage because it it was a good joke, but it was also showing like visually, it's like guess who's in power right now. It's also there to throw you off because in essence, Captain K is actually really the one that's pulling all the strings in that scene, or eventually. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk Scarlett Johansson? I kind of do, actually. Yeah. I was like, she's probably going to have a bad German accent. I don't know if it was a good one because I don't know what German accents really sound like. I think it's interesting that they spend the first like 15, 20 minutes of the movie without her. Because it isn't until the kid comes back from camp that we actually see her. She's always gone all the time. So you're like, what is she up to? Or like, what does she do? She's portrayed as really strong. Like one of the first things she does is kick Captain K in the balls and say like, give my kid a job. (laughs) And he's like, of course, of course, because he's so capable and it's obviously because he's she's beating the crap out of him. And like she's very charming in this and her chemistry with Jojo and the actor of Jojo is is there. It's like very apparent. And you do see like this could be this could be like a parent's relationship, like a parent and the child, right? She likes dancing, which turns out to be like an expression of freedom for the kids at the end of the movie, and also a way of like um remembering her. And the scene where I think I was really sold was like when Jojo's like, I want my dad. And she literally smears a beard onto her face with like charcoal Mm -hmm. and acts like his dad. And then she acts as like both of them. And what she shows there is his dad was more stern, but he would also feel bad about it, that he would talk to his wife and then they would go together and like make up for that and make him happy again. And the reason I know that's like a fact is because Jojo responds to that very naturally. He like, 
he's seen it before without his dad even having to be there just his mom mocking his dad and it's like this this hurt me a little bit because she says like as the dad take care of take care of your mother like take care of rose for me she's just trying her best and jojo really responds to that and it's like he doesn't know what she's up to he doesn't know she's a a, like jewish sympathizer but he understands like whatever she's doing she's just trying to help you know whatever it is i think she was i think she was fantastic in this movie she's pretty good um i knew (laughs) so you didn't know she was gonna die i had no clue i i figured because there's that scene where they're like on the wall or whatever talking like after riding their bikes or whatever and there's a shot of her shoes and like okay that's gonna be important like that's a very intentional shot and those are very uh distinct Distinct. shoes so i knew it was like okay something's gonna happen and then of course you see her hanging in the town square which not to say hanging is tasteful but i think the way they did that scene was very tasteful they do set you up to notice the shoes and dancing and like tying shoes with focus on them is very it's like a huge theme throughout the movie so when you see his mother dead in order to keep that gruesome image away from you and like ruining that image of that person because she's very pure and very helpful you you get to keep that image while jojo doesn't actually he's it sees the whole thing and I, but, I don't know if you know this or not but up until that point this is like maybe an hour and 20 minutes into the movie or so uh the movie is like very bright like color wise mm-hmm. starts to get colorful again yeah. and then as soon as he's walking to the town square just doing his job of whatever it is cool. it immediately like it's like overcast and like the exposure is higher or lower whatever it is and it make it darker yeah and that's important in two ways one because like his world is darker but also he's like beginning to realize the world around him because early half like being a nazi is great and it's awesome and it's the right thing to do and then now he's coming to the realization that and maybe it's not so great out here yeah, and the thing is, like, his first response once he sees... And the thing I was going to say is, like, how you said, all we see is the shoes, and we already know. Like, Jojo sees her, we don't see her, we see the shoes, and he hugs her, and he's crying, and you're like, okay, we know what just happened. And it's sad, you know? And like you said, like, his world is really gray. Her skin is gray in that, like, obviously because she's dead, but, like, everything is gray, except for the shoes. Like, it really shows that things for him... It's just not a straightforward, like, the people he idolized have now taken his mother away from him. Mm -hmm. And his first response is, I'm going to go kill Eliza. And he can't do it. Like, he goes back to that, like, Nazi form, like, trying to be like them for some reason. And he can't. He doesn't have the heart. And that's symbolic of the fact that he couldn't kill that rabbit in the beginning of the movie either. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have that. We haven't talked about the rabbit. We haven't talked about the rabbit or the beginning or why they call him Jojo Rabbit. But it's like, there's so much in this movie. But yeah, like, I think this whole movie just sums up as like a, this is a story about people, you know? Mm -hmm. And how the Nazis were misrepresented in our history books. (laughs) Incorrect. Not true. Probably... Uh, wars are wars are definitely misconstrued because we definitely write them in the in the pages of the winners but that doesn't mean both sides aren't shady let's go through the actors real quick and give them a score uh jojo rabbit the kid i'd I'd give him a nine nine uh taika watiti who is he taika watiti played hitler oh really yeah (laughs) yeah i didn't know that okay i'm really glad we're going through this list because the fact that you didn't know that is uh that's a shocker. I thought you knew that was Taika. I know he always plays really weird roles, but I didn't know he played roles in his own movies. Yeah, he was also Korg in a... See, like that I knew. But it's because yeah. he's like a CGI rock monster. So I was like, they need a voice. That's why people think he's going to be Starro. He was um, also uh, IG-11 in The Mandalorian, who's mm-hmm. the robot. I do remember that. And then he has his role in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yep. That one I've heard of. But she directed that too, right? The movie, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I would give him like a seven. I think he was good. I think, and that's the thing, they they do, he does a really good job of making this like 
endearing, scary, like historical figure that we had to face in the world as like this child, like this man child. Because it's also like the point of the creation of Jojo. Yeah, exactly. Like it's still based off a kid. Like a kid doesn't know what this person is actually like. There's actually, I, I, I really enjoyed this. After his mother dies and he's eating dinner alone, there's a scene before that where um, Hitler says like, oh, I'm hungry. Like I got to go. Like it's almost dinner time. And he's like, what do you guys eat for dinner? And he's like, we eat a unicorn. <laughs> and then later, later on, in the, he's, in eating the scene, like... he's eating a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's, and he's just like, he's like so dainty and like happy about it. Like after Jojo's mom died. And he just jumps out the window too. Yeah, he just jumps out the window too. So I think, yeah, he's pretty good. I like them. Uh, Eliza? Eliza, I would give her like, I think I would also give her a nine. I really, oh, really? really liked that actress. Um, I thought she was bad. I think she doesn't have as much of a range because she has to play like one specific character and she and she already like is a grown person understands like the world for the most part because she's experienced it through her hardships while Jojo there's more to love because he's one thing and evolves over time in the movie because it is really focused on him Mm -hmm. like of course you're gonna like him more Arnie I think is the kid's name oh is it the little guy yeah Piggy You know, what, I'll give I'll give him an eight. I thought when he showed he's up, he's a ten he was, out of ten for me. He's he's good. Like he says some stuff that's funny. Like he does his purpose really well. He's so and funny. I, I like him. Oh, I love the fact that like he was wearing like a paper uniform because yeah. the war cost. Yeah, because they were out of money, so they're just he's like, oh, it's like the new uniforms are made out of they're made out of like a paper like material. <laughs> um, they say they're really good. So it's like that's <laughs> literally paper. <laughs> it's. The comedy in this is really good. Yeah, uh, the comedy in this is fantastic. Rebel Wilson. Okay, honestly, I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna give her an eight. I think Rebel Wilson was oversaturated and playing the same role in every single movie she's in, for like the past four years. But in this one, there's like tiny hints of her, and I think it works a lot better. She works better as not in a lead role. Yeah. Um, as long as she doesn't play the same character every time. But my favorite thing is when she literally she puts. This is okay. The movie's funny. But it's also really dark and funny. She literally <laughs> puts a grenade on a kid's waist. Oh yeah, and says, <laughs> yeah. "says Come on, go out there, go hug it, go hug somebody, and tell them you love them." Like on the other side, and it's like, yeah, this is when, when, when the suicide bomb allies invade. Yeah, when the allies invade, she's like, "Go and find somebody to hug and tell them you love them." <laughs> and then she like gives um Piggy like a gun. It's like, "Oh my god, look at you! Like you, we're gonna, we're gonna like uh." Oh, whatever um promote you here's your gun go shoot wh- whoever's over there and then she pulls out like this it's like giant machine gun and it's like yeah <laughs> kill everything you see it just like goes off and then explodes and i was like yeah she's she's good when she's there uh scarlett johansson i'm gonna give her a nine uh steven fry no that's not as fry steven something the main the tall dude in black that came to investigate the house i'm gonna give him an eight because he did his job right but i hate that character he was hey, really creepy captain k captain k is my 10 100 <laughs> percent. captain k is my 10 if i have to give somebody a 10 good range fantastic scenes well done character like it's one thing it's one thing to have somebody write your character because on paper they can sound really good it's another thing to find somebody that can really bring that to life and I think um, Sam Rockwell really, really brought him to life in this. It was it was fantastic. Definitely the best character for me. And what would you rate this movie? Okay. That's kind of hard. I do really like this movie. I really do. I think everyone should see this movie for sure. I think it's worthy of like an eight. Mm-hmm. Overall. Well, um, what knocks it down? That's the thing. Like, I don't give a lot of tens. I don't think this is a ten movie. And I think it's for me sometimes like, what's it called? Hmm. What does knock it down for me? Not enough kaiju? No, that that would knock it down more. I think some jokes don't really land sometimes. I think um, so there's like a scene that I remember just watching and being like, this was kind of not necessary if I think about it. You didn't want to see it. Is more like a not see. No, shut up. <laughs> no, it was like there was a scene where he like the kid went to go do a like Jojo went to go do a thing, 
then they find him and that's it and then that scene is never relevant again or like nothing about it is really relevant i was like it's kind of weird um the no actually i think i would would bump it up to a nine there's not much that i don't like in this movie if i'm honest i think i could only watch it a couple times like i've had movies that have moved me more than this like i was emotional during this but i've never i didn't cry i was like i can think of a lot of people that would really enjoy this movie i think sometimes the long form jokes are really good and sometimes they don't land like uh, what i was saying was like when those guys come in to inspect the house they make it a point in the beginning of the scene for to have jojo hail hitler like all five of them oh yeah and captain yeah. k gets there same thing and then when eliza reveals herself same thing and i'm just like the reason that joke isn't funny but works is because it's during a very tense moment and it's really elongating that scene and you're just like oh my god just get to the point but you're like <laughs> laughing through it because you're like dude hello this is very serious right now you're, you're hoping that someone else doesn't come through that door yeah because like, someone please, else does come through that please, door. And then somebody else, oh no he literally points out his subordinate and they're like oh of course hail hitler and he like hails all of them <laughs> like oh my god just get to the point but you love it because you're the whole point is to make you feel like that what do you think of so the the one of the first scenes is jojo running down the street saying yeah what do you think of that because the first time i saw i thought that's really funny i was like this is funny but and and it's over the beatles but it's the beatles in germany yeah in german in In german German. which is i need to look up if like that was a re-recording or something yeah so that's the thing um i like i really enjoyed the music selection because at the end there's also another song that's very recognizable but it's in german um, and I thought it was funny because like, it's like, I want to hold your hand, right? I'm pretty sure it's, I want to hold your hand. The opening song, yeah. And he's just hailing <laughs> Hitler. Like it's, it's fun. It's a cute, it's funny. The kid is annoying and I'm like, he's annoying because he's a kid. So it works, you know? Yeah. I can't, I can't like not love that. It's just funny. I think the initial scene with Hitler, like I didn't really love, I was like, okay, like he's, they're silly. Like that's kind of it. The opening scene, once that starts happening, I'm like, okay, this is charming in a weird Nazi way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. Wait, what would you rate this? Uh, it's an, I would say it's an eight. Uh, I really liked it the first time. That's the second time I was doing it just to sort of refresh my memory for some random reason. Uh, Cause I know we were going to talk about Flora and Ulysses. I don't know why I, I rewatched it. I, it's enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it's a well done movie. What uh, knocks it down for you? It, it's just the rewatchability for me. Um, yeah. I, th- I think I think that's kind of where I was going with my initial eight, too. I was like, I could show this to people. I don't know if I would watch this again. Maybe like once or twice more. But I would definitely love Yeah, it to might see be something like you would pop it. in every couple of years or something. Yeah. Um, but I think like, I think what was going on in my head with that thought was I shouldn't ding a movie just because i don't think i'd watch it again um because it doesn't mean the quality isn't there it just means it's it's better as like a one-time experience i think or like seeing people's first experience with it i feel like you should because if it's not rewatchable then it's not that good like i can't tell you how many times i've watched back to the future or Mm -hmm. jurassic park or like all those nerd icon movies but that's because part of it is because they're rewatchable and there's it's it's fun every time you watch it and because this is a movie about nazis it's not necessarily fun yeah i think that's true once it starts to really get into the nitty-gritty of like what was happening then it's you're uncomfortable and sometimes you don't want to feel uncomfortable sometimes you just want to feel like fun like an epic like an adventure and stuff like that but i think it's a really good movie to watch in general it's just sometimes you don't want to be bummed out (laughs) yeah you want to watch something like flora and ulysses yeah actually uh, I I mean I it's kind of we're kind of out of time. Um, <laughs> we didn't get to talk about Laura and Ulysses again. Uh, maybe next week. Uh, yeah, maybe next week. I would have to watch it again because I mean it's been like a month. Yeah, I mean you got everything wrong. Yeah, you I thought mean, Ben Schwartz was a squirrel. I was so sure he was. He kept the squirrel doesn't talk in this movie. Well, that's ridiculous. Adolf gets to talk. Um, real quick, did you watch Today's Winner and the Falcon Soldier? The latest one? Mm-hmm. Yes. What thoughts? 
it's a lot better now. The first three episodes, the first episode I thought was very strong. Second and third, the pacing is all over the place. They don't know where they want to be. They like zip zap, zippity zap everywhere. <laughs> and then they just go through scenes and like glance through plot and stuff. But then four and five really won me back. Five, I think was good because we got to see why Sam was struggling to want to pick up that shield, even though they don't, they don't explicitly say it, but they like, they don't have to say why, like he never says it but mm-hmm. other people will explain it to you and it makes sense. And you're like, okay, I get it. I think Sam and Bucky's friendship or like unlikely friendship is more believable in the scenes that they had in episode five than any of the previous ones. Cause it's more played for laughs, like buddy, ha ha, whatever crap. And it's like, they just sprinkle it in when they're like, oh shit, we haven't done this in a minute. So I'll just put one here. Oh, look, they made a joke together. They're kind of friends, but not, you know? <laughs> and I felt like it was just bad um and just like seeing sam training and really getting better and really like starting to become because i remember when they gave him the shield in endgame i talked to a lot of people because i told them like before the movie came out i was like they're gonna give it to falcon there's no way they don't the winter soldier is not in an actual spot character wise where he is worthy of that shield. And even though Sam hasn't done anything remotely like incredible or makes him stand out, he's a good person. And that's all that Steve wanted to find, someone who is a good person. But now what they're doing is they're really building him up. They're letting him have t- letting us have time with him to understand why Steve picked them. And it kind of works in turn with why Bucky is like, I get why he gave it to you, but I also get why you gave it up in the first place, right? And then you see the training montage and you see like, yeah, he could probably actually do this, right? It's a person who had doubts about himself, even though he's a superhero, just like anybody else would, but he lifts himself out of that. The physics of that shield make no sense in this episode. They, I was, I was just like, uh, a... I was really mad when in the second episode, when they show um, US agent, John throwing Walker. The shield, yeah, John Walker throwing the shield like, like Steve. And knowing he wasn't superhuman, I was like, this is kind of weird. Because mm-hmm. it makes it seem like it's more the shield and less Captain's, uh, Captain America's strength, which is weird to me. I think they should have made him throw it a little bit, not slower, but like not have him be as good with it. Because with Sam, you have to see him practice it, right? But with Walker, they're yeah. just like, they just tell you he's hella good at being a soldier. It doesn't mean he's good at throwing the shield. He's probably never even had it before that. Yeah, because he had just given it up. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, why is he just good at it? Okay. Yeah. I liked it. Um, thanks for listening. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I just went on a freaking tangent on this and you just went, yeah, I liked it. Anyways, show's over. <laughs> I'm tired. I I had work today and I didn't get to take a nap before this. That's why I've been such low energy. I, uh, yeah, I'm literally going to die after this too. So uh, will you. Um, next week, definitely Floor and Ulysses. I'll have to watch. <laughs> I'll have to watch it again. <laughs> Because uh, it's definitely been a month or so since I've seen it. Hopefully yeah. the rewatchability on that is good. I'm going to go rewatch it right now. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can follow Yosho at Ubull. Um, at Ubull23. At Ubull23. That's, that's my Twitch one. As well on Instagram. Uh, follow him on Twitch at... Uh, TV slash Ubull. Let me say it. <laughs> Uh, you're taking too long. He's going to be doing the Nuzlocke and you can follow me at Real Variety and AdamPhillip.com. Okay. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> okay. We're calling uh, it. Uh, tune in next week for Floor and Ulysses.